This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. I remember in school we have the um, we have book fairs and and weird shit that went popping off in the media center. Why did they call it the media center? It was was it the library? I don't know. I guess because they had the the beep beep uh, projector down there, so that's multimedia. But anyway. They had a book fairs, and this was back when reading was cool, and you actually wanted to do it, you know, besides comic books, but more, you know, comic books than anything else, but they would have the book fairs, and it would be like lists of books that you could order or check out or some shit, and I think you had to pay for some. I don't remember exactly all the details, because this was a few years ago, but you would be able to get to choose your adventure books. Those books was incredible. Like, I got put on late. I mean, I was still in elementary school, but I got <laughs> I got put on late because I thought, you know, it was for nerdy, nerdy nerds and geeky McGeekertons. Who knew I was uh, one quarter one? It's like uh, Jim Crow. <laughs> I guess I am. Bygones. So... Um, one of this dude, I think his name was Jeff, of course. So Jeff was like, yeah, check this out. And I'm like, okay. And then he was like, well, what would you do in this situation? Do this or this? And I'm like, shit, do that, motherfucker. And he was like, well, you got to turn to the page. I'm like, what, what, what kind of book is this? He was like, yeah. And so I ordered like 30,000 of those books. And yeah, I would just sit up in the in the in the classroom not paying attention i'm flipping pages cheating because i'm like yo i don't want to uh run from the dragon i'm gonna club him with my spike mace i'm about to turn to page 44 and handle that my oh he uh breathed fire on my face and i burnt up and i did i meant to pay turn to page 16 (laughs) that's what i meant to do but it was dope because it was just like it was a RPG before RPGs were invented. So we would play the, uh, we would play Choose Your Adventure, and I never got into the Dungeons and Dragons because I'm not classic. I'm not some dweeby nerd face. Cartoon was dope, but I didn't get into that. I thought I was gonna end up like belonging to a cult or something. I couldn't go that deep. Just a cartoon, not even a video game. Just a cartoon. Bygones. Choose Your Adventure books was dope. My joints was uh, uh, the highlights for the Seek and Find, Seek and Find. Like, I just camp out at a dentist. It was this dentist's office right up the street from where I lived at, and I would just go in there and just look at the Seek and, <laughs> seek and Finds and then just bounce. They're like, you got an appointment? I'm like, nah, I'm on an appointment. I'm out. <laughs> when they got him at the library, it was a wrap. Um, for the highlights joints, uh, the girls had the Sweet Pickles books. We ain't got here with the Sweet Pickles. They had a dope van, though. I never saw that van. I choose to believe that that van does not exist. Like, this girl, I swear, she, she lived close to me. She said that the Sweet Pickles van pulled up and the Sweet Pickle characters came out and delivered her books like the commercial. I know she's lying. Anyway. Um, oh, my other joints was Mad Libs. 
I bought like Mad Mad Libs books because you could do your own story. And you put in a, a synonym like you had to be smart enough to know what the fuck these words were, what nouns and verbs were. But you throw them in there, they were crazy. Like I remember just sitting up with people, just like, yeah, all right, now give me, give me a, a adverb, all right, all right, all right, and then you read it. Hilarious times. I gotta figure out some way to do Mad Libs on the podcast. I don't know. Uh, what else did I used to read? The Mad Magazines and the Crack Magazines, of course. And they had the ill fold joints in the back. And it was all kind of nasty, but not really. And, you know, I thought I was sneaking. Because, uh, like, my uncle would have the, those joints. And I'd read them and, and crack spot versus spot. A whole bunch of ridiculous stuff. Then, you know, you get older. And then the Goosebumps books came out. God, I with all that. But anyway. When reading was fun. I had my comic books. I had my uh, eclectic fun fact. Now, according to my mother, because I, I remember a lot of stuff. I don't remember all, all the way back everything, but according to my mother, I taught myself how to read at the age of two reading Archie comic books. <laughs> so, she says, I'm, I'm in the, the floor messing with you know with the books and she thought I was just looking at the, the the colors you know the pictures and she heard me mumbling some stuff and she was like nah I can't be reading I'm like I'm two right and so she told me to you know come here and bring her the, the book and she was like well what's that say and I told her she <laughs> she told me she went and called everybody she knew in the family but so I taught myself how to reread Archie books, and I think I still got that Archie book because I had a book, a box of stuff, and it was an Archie, and I never fucking bought an Archie book. Anyway, it's not what the show's about. It's not about my uh, incredible brain or choose your adventure books, even though that might be a dope topic for a show. Who knows? Anyway, um, let's get it popping off. It's the EDP with the hashtag in front and. Hear my theme music. Guess who's Bazak? And if you don't know, let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house, you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction, or else you wouldn't have bought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite, a.k.a. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style, a.k.a. The nigga from last year, a.k.a. Stop, hold up, pause, quit, change the groove, and fuck it up a little bit. Who the fuck is this E? Temperamental, I snap quick, very touchy. The E double E double over and over, you incognito, taking it easy. Who the fuck is this E? Crazy ill man rally. Stay awake and watch the show I take, cause right now. Who the fuck is this? Oh, you didn't know? Let me break it down for you again. I'm like Zorro. I'm all in your back. Your ass better call somebody. Grab your dick if you love me. 
Rub your titties if you love the E double E. Guess who's Bazak? Put out the word. Incredible, I mix up shit like cake mix. And if you don't know, now you know. Back in the days when we had a snow day, uh, you know, don't have to go to school, school closing, or summer break, it meant a few things. One, I could stay in bed. Two, I was going to have a house to myself, you know, my parents was at work. And three, I got to watch all the game shows I wanted to. Like, in the 80s, game shows would be on every network channel for hours. Like, every year, different ones would pop up. You had your card sharks and concentration and password. And, you know, the housewives had their own programming. Like, really, there's no other reason for these programs to exist. But it'd be cool to sit up and watch these shows. The hosts were funny, and the contestants were either clueless or creepy, or both. Uh, I mean, you had classics. Price is Right, of course. Price is Right was the flagship. You'd watch all the other shows and wait for the Price is Right. I mean, you had the Barker Beauties. You know, that's what wrote me in. They give a, a trip to Hawaii or something, and they pull the, the thing back and they come out in swimsuits. Man. <laughs> you had Janice and Diane and Holly and Kathleen. Kathleen was the one. You uh, recognize Kathleen as uh, Miss Parker from Friday. Price is Right, uh, the, the game Bullseye, the Dice Game, Hole in One, the Golf Joint, Plinko, everybody loves Plinko. Uh, it's, it's weird, everyone loves Plinko, I don't know why everyone picks that game, but Plinko's the shit. My joint was Punch a Bunch. When you go up and it had a big wall with the paper, and you punch and you pull out and see what the, the, the number is or whatever, I always wanted to punch those damn dollar amounts, because I was violent. Anyway. Of course, cliffhanger. You gotta have the, uh, the yodeler. Um, and the big wheel. I always wonder how heavy it was. Like, I remember people people would fall. This shit was crazy. And I always thought, like, I have a strategy. Like, you know, don't roll it. Don't roll it like that. Roll it softer. You gotta time it or something. Of course, I get on there and fuck up. I, I remember one time a guy went up there and However the rolls happened, he ended up with 15 cents. He had 15 ass cents. And then the next person went up, you know, all they had to do was be 15 cents to go into the, the showcase showdown. <laughs> he rolled a nickel. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was funny. Uh, Bob, Bob Barker, classic game show host. He was also the head perv in charge. <laughs> Look. 
the Barker Beauties did file harassment charges, but beyond all that, and the uh, creepified side remarks he made. We'll get this over with as quickly yeah. as possible, okay. <laughs> and then we'll take you to the ladies' room. Now, now let's get your hat and smile, Pamela. <laughs> tiki, tiki, tiki. <laughs> Janice, take your shirt off and give it the... Like, my man would be like, hey, you got the, the, the perfect price, uh, lady. You hit it on the head. Uh, get up here and reach in my front pocket. I have something very interesting for you. You have something interesting for me, too. Thank you. I want you to feel again there, Hilda. That's Barker. Now, careful, Hilda. <laughs> hey, get $100 if they had the perfect the perfect price, but like if a guy got the perfect price, Baba had that crispy hundy ready for him, but before he even got up on the stage. But the woman, yeah, go ahead and reach him up. Yeah, there you go. Pull something out. <laughs> um, the other show I love was Pyramid, and shout outs to Nipsey Russell. <laughs> Nipsey Russell's that dude, but I love the theme song of Pyramid. And the fact that it was celebrities partnering up with regular contestants, you know, you watch them give clues and screw up and seeing celebs be themselves and not who they play on TV, you know. We get the clues at home on the screen so you can watch them myself. That was dope. And, and Nipsey, Nipsey was a, a mainstay on Pyramid and he'd give you some, some poetry. Here we are, ready to say goodbye, but before we do, we're going to have a little uh, word of wisdom. Do you have some words of wisdom that you'd like to pass along to everybody before we leave? I'd here? like to speak for myself today, if you don't mind. Oh, all right. Anything you say. I am a bachelor, and I will not marry till the right girl comes along. But while I'm waiting, I don't mind dating girls that I know are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they even had them on a um, show called Rhyme and Reason. That was another game show. That was that show was dope. I wish that show was around. Um, so yeah, shouts to Nipsey Russell, Ten Man on the Wiz. Um, password was dope, like password. Anything where you gotta give clues, another person had to guess. And they had like mad fun on those shows with the celebrities. It was probably like tons of drugs and liquor backstage. Uh, win, lose, or draw. They had celebrities on there. I always thought that was good because I like to draw and the people on there sucked, I'd be like, man, I would've just drew this and this, and I probably would've screwed that up too. Um, they had board games, mad board games had their own shows. Uh, there was a Monopoly game show, a Boggle. My favorite was Scrabble. Scrabble was dope. They had the, the double and the triple point squares and everything. Um, and one dude got screwed off the, um, off the game because he kept telling them, wait for me to say go and the dude knew the word and and then the other girl stole it here we go we're in a two two tie speed word put your hands on your buzzers wait till i say go we'll put the letters in place one at a time when you think you know the word hit your buzzer okay this will be worth a thousand dollars in the game building on the letter t in mouth seven letters in the word the clue is some winning teams have long ones Big. You have to wait till I say go. Here we go. Some winning teams have long ones. I'm not going to tell you whether that's right or not. Some winning teams have long ones. Streaks. <laughs> you have to wait till I say go, Jim. <laughs> Ready? Go. Oh, I can't believe it. Streaks. That's right. 
Um, Pressure Luck with the whammies, of course, always hilarious. Um, and that one guy who figured out the pattern and cheated. <laughs> um, match Game, also dope. I like the uh, themes on the Match Game. Yeah, the games that came on later, like Well of Fortune, Jeopardy, of course, Mainstays, Family Feud. Family Feud is always dope. You know, uh, I always wanted to go on Family Feud, at least back in the day. Shouts to the uh, host curse, by the way. But <laughs> I love the survey and the extra dumb answers. And, and who came up with the idea of clapping and saying good answer? Shout out. Um, the host was the host was superstars back then. Like you, they probably got so much contestant ass. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like Eubanks and Bob Barker and Burke Convy and Monty Hall and Richard Dawson. You know, everyone knows Pat Sajak and Alex Trebek. And, yo, Chuck Woolery was the original host of Will of Fortune. He was on there for seven years. Nobody knows, but fuck, I know. F all that. Chuck Woolery was the man. And he invented the, the two-and-two hand motion with the finger gun. What <laughs> love connection. And he originated Make Whoopi. Shouts to Chuck. Um... I could talk game shows forever. Tic-tac-toe, you bet your life, guts on the t uh, video power, the Nintendo joint, um, Hollywood Squares, Pictionary, Nickelodeon, had Double Dare. I always wanted to do the physical challenges. What are the ones that didn't include uh, slime? You know, remote control on MTV, got Colin Quinn and Dennis Leary and Adam Sandler, classics. Shouts to uh, 72 Whooping Cough Lane. That's like the ultimate pop culture game. That should come back on MTV. That's like the ultimate pop culture game. That should come back on MTV. They should definitely do that again. I remember they do the uh, snack breaks and they hold the bowls over their heads and drop chips and popcorn or whatever all over them. Yeah, that was dope. I wanted the uh, NES game. They did a, a Nintendo remote control video game. I wanted that when it came out. Anyway, that's what this show is about. I'm going to have Jason Gross, a.k.a. Soccer Fleagles here, and we're going to politic about the old school game shows and the hosts and everything after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. We haven't seen Happy Gilmore play this badly since his first day on tour. He and Bob Barker are now dead last. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. Ooh! You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Price is wrong, bitch. Oh. 
I think you've had enough. No? Now you've had enough. Bitch. Welcome back to the show. It's the EDP Collective Discussion Podcast. With the hashtag in front. Never mind all that. Um, at this point in the show, I'd like to introduce my guest. It's the man who is still waiting for that second season of Nickelodeon Splat. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Rediscover the 80s. Mr. Mobile Armor Strike Command. Uh, powder Keg with the Billboard Blast. <laughs> Jason Gross, a.k.a. Jay Woolery. A.K.A. Super Sloppy J.G. There you go. A.K.A. Jason's Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, sir. What's up, McClendick? Hey, you know, just just having some fun. We're going to talk about some game shows. You know, it's the EDP, and I got my man back, so we're good. And fast, too, man. We just It feels like we just talked about those uh, Saturday morning commercial, uh, cartoons. A couple weeks ago, it does. seems like. It does feel like that. You know, and it's it's, it's always good. Now, uh, guys, what you don't know is while we were doing the Saturday morning cartoon show, I think it was after the show was over mm-hmm. and the audience left and OT was over, said, you know what? We should do game shows. And I love game shows. He loves game shows. And everyone loves the 80s. So we're here. It was perfect. <laughs> exactly. It was perfect. So... Um, Let's let's just cut it all out. We got the like I said, Jay Willery here. Um, game shows, the memories of watching game shows back in the day. Um, what what comes to mind? What 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 do you remember? Well, I started watching shows. I, I guess pretty early. My dad, um, he wasn't a big sports fan, so there was only a few shows that we kind of connected with. I guess you would say. <laughs> Um, had to watch the NASCAR. He's a huge NASCAR fan. That was about as, as far as sports as he you know, he's, he got. And then... Um, Who was his uh, driver? I'm sorry? Who was his favorite driver? His favorite driver was Daryl Waltrip. Wow. And I was a Dale Earnhardt fan, so we used to go back and forth at each other. So that was good times. But um, So we had that, and then uh, there was a few shows, you know, like the A-Team and, and stuff that I remember watching with him. And then it was the game shows, man. He loved and still loves to this day. He's he's turning 70 this year and the highlight of his day is Price is Right. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. And uh, so he, he got me into Price is Right early. Um, let's make a deal. I remember watching those two mainly with him. At a pretty young age, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years old, and him teaching me the whole ins and outs and stuff. And ever since then, I've been into game shows. So. Yeah, I love the. Um, I, I was saying earlier in the shows that the highlight of snow days and summer, oh yeah, and summer break is when you can sleep in. Your parents are gone, or they're just sitting around, and you have the whole morning. You can watch game shows, and and back in the day, they would come on for hours at a time. It was like blocks, and every network channel had two, three hours of game shows. Yeah, and then in the summertime, I remember, I guess probably in high school, early high school, um, 
during the summer, the USA Network would run them all afternoon. Mm -hmm. Like all the reruns, it was like, you know, Tic-Tac-Doe and Pressure Luck and uh, Blockbusters. I mean, all those were like, it was like back to back to back. Oh, I forgot and about for Tic-Tac-Doe. Tic-Tac-Doe was great. Yeah, yeah. And then another, uh, another memory I have uh, pretty vividly, um, I got my tonsils out when I was, I think, in fourth grade. And uh, right after the surgery in my uh, in the bed recovering or whatever, I, having my ice cream or whatever it was at the time. And uh, I can remember my parents walking in. They gave me a G.I. Joe. I got the, um, it was the Cobra Diver with the gray yeah. uh, diving suit. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got that and I am watching Pressure Luck. On the on the TV, I was like in heaven, dude. Why? Wow. <laughs> My throat hurt like hell, but I was in heaven. <laughs> Great parents. So, okay, what are some of your personal favorite game shows? Uh, how much time do we have? Because I got <laughs> I got a bunch, man. We got tons of time, but you know, just 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 bust out a few, five five or ten. <laughs> well, I, okay, I love. Uh, I love Pressure Luck. We already talked about that. That was like one of my favorites uh, with the whammy. All right, it, was, it was all about the whammy. Now tell me this. If you can remember, what was your favorite whammy? Because um, I have a favorite one. I was, that's the only reason why I asked. Gosh. Um, I don't – I remember a few. I remember the one where he's he does the little plunger and he blows up the – he blows up the money. Mm -hmm. Um. Wasn't there like a Robin Hood one or something like that? I think there he, was. He like uh, he shoots a bow and arrow or something. I can't remember. But my favorite. What was your favorite? My favorite one is he came out dressed as Boy George and he oh, did. Yes. Do you really want to really hurt me? Hurt yep. me. Stop. Stop at all. I remember that one. Yeah, That's, that was great. That was my favorite one. That was great. And then, have, have you watched the um, the documentary about the dude that like that figured out the pattern? Yeah, I watched part of it. You, you're the one that uh, gave it to me. It's in eleven parts on YouTube. Right. I haven't finished it. I remember. It. Uh, I think it was back in like early 2000s. It was right as the Game Show Network was kind of coming on board. And they did this documentary on uh, this uh, his, Michael something is his name, and he just basically spent hours and hours a day, you know, like watching and studying and rewinding tape of Pressure Luck, and he figured out there was like a eight or nine patterns that would just cycle through there, and it wasn't at random at all, and he just he. I think he even faked his uh, his identity, or you know, I think he said he was uh, unemployed or something. And, yeah, he's an uh, um, ice cream truck driver from Ohio. There you go. Yeah, ice cream. Truck. <laughs> and he goes in and he takes. It was like something like 120 thousand or something. And I remember, I remember actually watching the show. I was um, I was up the street. Um, there's a lady that uh, babysat me. I think it was during the summer. We were down in the basement, and I can remember vividly the the, the numbers kind of running. You know, they had the dollar sign at the end mm -hmm. of the guys uh, of the uh, 
from the, from the contestants there. And the dollar sign is gone because he's already up to a hundred thousand, and it was it was unbelievable, you know. And I think they had to like do a two-parter episode just to because uh, <laughs> he just kept hitting five thousand in a spin, you know, four thousand in a spin. And I mean, and it's nothing you could do. It's not like he's really cheating. No, and it wasn't. And they, you know, they ended up I think giving him the money, and you know, there was a big hubbub about it. But he didn't, you know, he just found a way to to kind of cheat the system. Exactly. Without uh, without kind of breaking the rules, so it's real interesting. I, I recommend that to anybody. It's one of my favorite, like, just documentary films. Yeah, I'll put um, uh, I'll put it on the page when I post the uh, show, so that everyone can uh, at least get started on it. Yeah, it's real interesting. What were your other uh, favorite shows? Um, I loved. Okay, this is this is one that probably people are like, what? Um. I love Card Sharks. You remember Card Sharks? Hell yeah, I remember Card Sharks. Uh, Bob Eubanks. Uh, you know, you, it was all about uh, higher and lower, that mm-hmm. whole game. You know, they, they asked a little survey question at the beginning, and somebody would give the answer, and then the other person was like, higher or lower. And then, you know, you had your row of cards. You had to go higher or lower, you know, based on the value of the cards. I think you had to go, like, five cards out. Mm-hmm. But what I really remember about the game was that... Um, I'm an only child, so I gotta kind of make up my own fun as I go sometimes. And I used to spend uh, time doing the bonus game at the end. I'd set the up card the games. Uh huh. Yeah. And you know, you, uh, you start out. And I can't remember how many you start out. It's like 200 bucks or something. You try to double it the whole way, and you go up to the next level, and you got the three cards on the side. You know that uh, you can change it out if you get like a you know a nine or a ten or whatever card mm-hmm. in the middle. But uh, that was another show that I really liked. Um, how about uh, how about Pyramid? Uh, now Pyramid is probably in my top three. It might be number two. I love every version of the Pyramid. And again, shout outs to uh, Nipsey Russell. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Betty White was on there too. I think she was a, a you know one of those kind of recurring celebrities that they would have on the show but uh yeah i remember the dick clark's version you know obviously the the most i think it was fifty thousand dollar pyramid at the time yeah that's that's funny to think to look back you know the original was ten thousand dollars and that was if you got ten thousand (laughs) dollars yeah you were you were uh, living the high life man (laughs) i mean so you look back over the years it went from ten thousand to twenty five to fifty to a hundred thousand i think they did a um not a million, but they did some kind of special. At one point, they did over a hundred, but yeah. And I, wasn't it Donny Osmond that took over the hosting for a while? Yeah, some asshole. <laughs> yeah, it was Donny yeah, Osmond. After that, it was like, no, this is Dick Clark, man. This is his. This is his gig. Yeah, but um, I, I loved all the shows where they had a clue, and they had to make the other person get it. And I loved all the shows that had regular civilian pedestrian people matched up with celebrities i love i loved all of those shows password pyramid yeah yeah i loved it i loved there's a lot of them that were good and there's some that i that will probably get into that i didn't like with the celebrities but uh, another one that i really enjoyed was uh concentration uh alex trebek was the host and then you have uh Marjorie was the was the hostess, and every once in a while you get the dog. His name was uh, Pokey, I think. <laughs> uh, and he'd come out, you know, and they do their little—I I don't know—I don't know 
Bob Barker deal or whatever, but uh, they, uh, she brought him out and had him, you know, win some of the prizes for being won. But the thing I remember that about that show the most is they had all the cars lined up, you know, like up the stairs. There was like, I think, seven yeah. cars they offered for the bonus round, you know, and the whole, you know, as soon as you won a car, you were off the show. Yeah, pretty much. That was uh, but you could go, you know, you could be on there as much as you want until you, they kept adding like like five seconds to that end game to, until you won a car. But, you know, some people might think, well, they had seven cars, but they were like seven of the cheapest cars <laughs> probably available at the time. I just watched an episode last, last week kind of in preparation for this, and uh, the guy won like this uh, celebrity station wagon <laughs> wow you know? did it have the wood panels yeah yeah nice. i mean it wasn't like you know it wasn't like a, a sports car it wasn't, they might have had a couple of sports cars in there but i just i remember most of them being kind of on the crappy end of yeah. <laughs> you're gonna win a car well we'll just you know, give you the base model and, you know one key and there you go <laughs> yeah exactly because you, you gotta think back then if ten thousand dollars was a lot of money how much was that car yeah right right exactly but you know the, solving the puzzles you know you gotta match the uh the numbers find the prizes and you match them up revealing some of the they call them rebuses mm-hmm. and uh i was actually in uh barnes and noble I think I was still in college, yeah, this is like late 90s, and I found a book of just, like, classic concentration previous puzzles. I was like, instant buy, and wow. I still have it, and so, like, half the book has some of the panels covered, like, it wouldn't during the game, you know, when you're trying to get the prizes, and then the first half of the book is kind of the easier puzzles to kind of get you warmed up, but uh, it's a pretty cool book, and uh, I, I break it out every once in a while, you know. In the John or something. <laughs> uh, of course. That kicks uh, Yeah, that was, uh, that was one another one of my favorite shows. Um, let's talk about remote control. Catch you later, baby. Like the other kids. Remote control. TV mattered. Nothing else, kid. Love me some remote control. Uh, that was back in MTV's heyday, you know. Uh, and, you know, still for the longest time when, when Colin Quinn was on Comedy Central when he had his own show and he was in that, uh, what was that that show where there's like four or five comics um, he was yeah. in? Sorry, comic talk or comic speaking, yeah, something. It was, yeah. yeah, it was funny and, though. Right, and, you know, every time I see Colin Quinn, I'm like, Remote control. 30 full seconds, so, you know, take your time. Okay. If you should get them all right, you get to stick a key in this. It's a total eclipse, not the moon or the sun. No, I'm talking about a car that's just totally fun. Mitsubishi Eclipse, it's a hot machine. It's the one you want to be in when you want to be seen. So if you're not in step, you better change your tune. Start driving an Eclipse, start driving it soon, boy. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that's all I know him for, you know. Uh, I think this still probably his best gig, but um, it had to be. 
uh, a great show. I mean, you know, you got the snack time, you got stuff falling out of the ceiling. I watched an episode again last week, and uh, I think they dropped, like, bologna sandwiches on them or something. Yeah, because they, they would take the bowl and hold it above their head. Right. <laughs> Right, and then the best, the best, uh, the best ones when they had you know the people come out from the door and like acted out something, you know, mm-hmm. like the one that I watched. There was this like crazy neighbor guy. There was this guy. He was all dressed up like an old guy, and he come out and be like yelling at you, you know, whatever the clue was to the to the question. And uh, oh know, yeah, I remember early that guy. Adam Sandler was on the show. You know, there's uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I had. Adam Sandler was on there. Um, I remember LL Cool J was on the uh-huh. episode. Um, of course, Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell. <laughs> going back. What's going back to the well. Um, uh, did you know that they made a, um, a video game? I do slightly remember that. I, the one I remember was like on CD-ROM or something. Yeah. Uh, a while back, but they made one on the NES. Oh, did they? <laughs> it was an NES game. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I, I vaguely remember playing it. But uh, and then of course the bonus game on that was awesome too, where you're sitting in the Craftmatic bed and you got the I think it was nine. TV oh, the screens. screens. Yeah. Yeah, they were all like cockeyed and stuff, and you had to guess the music video. So. Oh that my was god. Really fun. Really fun show. I love that was. That was when MTV was the greatest. I agree. I agree. It's it it went downhill pretty fast once those reality shows start. You know, yeah, I mean when it first started. Yeah, when it first started the reality shows, it was okay because they still played music, but then it just went to shit. Yep. <laughs> it went to it's shit. True. Pretty pretty damn fast. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, let's talk about, uh, got to talk about some Family Feud. Family Feud, uh, again, shout-outs to the uh, host curse of Family Feud. <laughs> but who was your favorite? Did you like Dawson I got to go. like uh, Combs? I liked Combs, but Dawson is... Or Steve Harvey, I guess. No, no. No Steve Harvey? No. You got to go Dawson. Combs was good. Um... You know, and 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 Louis, Louis gets he doesn't get noticed. That's right, Louis too. Yeah. yeah, Louis was pretty good, but um, yeah, that that curse of the host is is was real. <laughs> I like Combs. I think he was my favorite out of all of them. Dawson, he was just kind of he was like a perpetual line stepper, man. He got, exactly. <laughs> he was the, he was the he was the second pervious host in the history of game shows and that's why because you just you just want to watch them and just wow yeah no i did have the uh i did have the sega genesis family feud i think i still do something it's got the bullseye game at the at the beginning too when they started doing that yeah i remember that they uh you did the bullseye to see how much you were playing for at the end of the show i have um i have it on my ipad nice nice (laughs) hilarious what's some what's some of your favorites i've rattled off a bunch well i liked um i liked family feud a lot because they had a um wcw versus glow episode so i do not remember that at all
present its traditional battle between the gruesome gladiators of the National Wrestling Alliance and the amazing Amazons of Galore. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling in this corner, the World Championship Wrestling of the National Wrestling Alliance. Lion Brian Tillman, Z-Man Tom Saint, the Candyman Brad Armstrong, Jim Ross, and the World Champion Sting, ready for action. They'll be going nose to nose against the gorgeous ladies of wrestling called Glow. Jackie Stallone, Godiva, Mount Fiji, Hollywood, and Justin. Let's get ready to rumble. It was ridiculous. That's got to be on YouTube. I got to look that one up. Yeah, they had, um, they did all kind of shows like that. They did Price is Right versus Young and the Restless. <laughs> they had, um, the Survivor castaways on there they had Young and the Restless versus Bowden the Beautiful uh -huh. uh, ridiculous um, I think they had one that was just uh, oh you know what they had uh, the Cowboys the Dallas Cowboys versus the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders oh <laughs> just, that would have been interesting Family Feud was incredible um, Pyramid of course um, I loved Scrabble the Scrabble game yes game show Chuck Woolery yes um, I watched an episode of that last week too, and that was uh, that was another one of those shows that I just, it just sucked me in. And I don't know, I'm a big Scrabble fan. And, me too. Uh, oh yeah, when you find out stuff, and that yeah, that one always was the one I was watching. Yeah, I found out that they actually had a game show that was incredible. I remember definitely making sure I watched that. Um, I like Pressure Luck, of course. Um, it was enough. Did you ever see? Um, Rhyme or Reason? Rhyme or Reason. Um, I think it's called Rhyme. What's that one again? What's that? Um, well, what they did was they would say it would be celebrities on a panel. And then it would be two contestants. And they would pick a topic. And after they picked the, uh, the topic or the category, it would be a phrase. And the phrase would be... Um, you know, this is back way back in the day, so it'd be like Jimmy Carter didn't like cheese, so <laughs> and then they were like, Well the word is cheese. So you get the contestant had to write down a word that rhymes with cheese. And so, you know, it was hidden. And then the celebrity panel would finish the rhyme. And so they would, but the thing was, this was back in like the 70s and early 80s. So okay. they were probably all drunk and on drugs. <laughs> so they would always do some raunchy. They, so if it was like Carter didn't like a cheese, like Nipsey Russell, he was always on there. It was like, so he told such and such to get on her knees. <laughs> Jack said to Jill when they came down the hill, Jack said to Jill when they came down the hill, we need a word that rhymes with hill. Once again, we'll show our home audience why we keep it a secret from our celebrities. Jack said to Jill when they came down the hill. Uh, Yvonne has hers. Okay, Nipsey. Uh, yeah. Nipsey Russell. Jack said to Jill when they came down the hill, we didn't go there for water. I hope you take the pill. <laughs> from Hollywood, it's time for Ryan and Reason. 
And if the other, the other person had knees, they would get the point. It was, it was, that was a crazy show. I don't remember that one. It was, it wasn't the one. For, I think might have, might have lasted uh, two, two seasons. But anyway, uh, Trivial Pursuit. Mm-hmm. I liked, um, I like Video Power, of course. Um, of course. Um, what else did I like? I mean, you get later into things. Ben Stein's money was good. Um, Yahtzee was good. Um, what, about, uh, what about Sale the Century? I never really got into that. I used to see it on, but I never stopped to watch it. That was another one that was kind of, I don't know, in my wheelhouse for some reason. But um, that was the one where you started out, I think, with like 20 bucks, And you only earned like $5 each time you answered a question, right? Hmm. And then they would, uh, whoever was in the lead or whatever, they would have this deal. And it would be like a a mirror or a piece of furniture or something. And, you know, retail price is $700, but on sale of the century, you can have it for only $7, you know? And then the person would be like, eh, you know, who wants a mirror? And especially when you're only getting like $5 at a time, Uh you want to kind of keep your lead. And then uh, the host, who was uh, Jim... Oh, it left me. Um, He would like... All right, I'll give it to you for six. I'll give you the five, and then he'd throw in. I'll give you three hundred dollars in cash. You know, wow. He tried to sell it to him, and uh, and then at the end of the show, whatever money you had, you kind of went to the bonus round, and they had like cars there. They had like a, you know, a pretty high end luxury car, and it'd be for like, you know, two or three hundred bucks. And usually you end the show with maybe sixty, seventy dollars. So you go on like to the next show to try to risk it and uh and make it back to the bonus round to, to get like a car or something but okay it was it was a pretty cool show um you they also else? did one where uh, uh where they had this board and uh you would pick a pick a number or something and you'd get a prize behind it or they'd give you like an extra 25 dollars in cash uh for your total so it, I don't know how long it was on. I, I think it was on for for quite a while, and it changed hosts. Um, but it was it was one that I really enjoyed. I used to like. Um, I remember they, I liked the, all the games where you could draw. So I like win, lose, or draw. I like Pictionary. Um, now, okay, win, lose, or draw. No, no, I like <laughs> I did win, not lose, or like draw. It. This is why I liked it. I liked it because most of the celebrities on there couldn't draw, and so. <laughs> I would just sit there and like, these guys are idiots. And like, they couldn't guess. So I, I liked it because you would just look and the people that you would watch act or on shows, they just couldn't figure stuff out. And uh, Monopoly. Just like uh, Burt Convy's afro. Of course. He, he's, he was a... <laughs> Jerry Curl afro, whatever that thing was. <laughs> Damn right. That guy had an incredible... It was like uh, his fro, um, Ralph Hinckley, Greatest American Hero. And um, who else had it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, there is a bunch of a bunch of white guys that had it. But you did know. you did you watch the Monopoly game show? I don't remember watching that much at all. Oh, that was great. I liked all the board game game shows, so I was I was down with the Monopoly. Yeah, some of them like I mean, the Pictionary and the the Win Loser Draw was they were okay. I I don't know. It just seemed too kind of simple to me. I wanted to see like you know, have to use your brain <laughs> other than just drawing on a board, you know. 
uh, answer, trivia, trivia was kind of my thing. I like trivia questions and, you know, and of course, Price is Right with the pricing games and all that stuff. So That is true. Okay. So, who are your um, favorite hosts? Who's your favorite host on the um, game shows? I liked uh, Chuck Woolery. Of course. He's one of my favorites. He's, what, Scrabble? Um, I even got into Lingo a little bit when we used to be the <laughs> Game Show Network. You ever watch Lingo? Yeah, I watched Lingo. Um, I watched that a little bit. Um, and of course, he was on uh, Love Connection and yeah. numerous other shows. Chuck Willery always gets the props because he he invented uh, the two and two yeah. finger gun hand motion. He came up with Make Whoopi. The, the guy's incredible. <laughs> he was also in the. Uh, you remember the show Greed? Yes. Uh, Back when the uh, when the millionaire shows were going on, um, night in and night out, he did uh, he did greed. But he's one of my favorites. Um, Got to go with Wink Martindale. He had the greatest the name. name. Yes, that that name is classic. Um, I it was a while back. Um, I can't remember what post I was doing on on the website, and I was kind of looking through his bio and he rediscover most of the these 80s. guys they start out in radio 80s. go to it rediscover the 80s cheap plug cheap plug <laughs> I don't know what post it was so just yeah just go over to the site but yeah. no uh, I don't they, most of these uh, hosts they started out in radio mm-hmm. and then they that's how they got kind of into uh, into the game show routine um, it's pretty interesting to, to kind of go back and and, and see what they're uh, they like um I don't know who else. There's, there was a lot. There was more good hosts than there were bad. I think yeah, definitely. Uh, Shoutouts to uh, Bob Eubanks and, and uh, Pat Sajak and Bert Convy, the whole the whole group. Those, yeah. I, I mean, back then the hosts were superstars. It was they. I, I was saying earlier, I could just imagine all of the contestant ads that they were getting back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, and of course, you know, no game show was complete without Rod Roddy. You yes. had to have Rod Roddy as the announcer. And those uh, jackets. Yes. <laughs> he was, uh, he was, well, I, I think he did, uh, he did Prices Right and he did um, uh, Press Your Luck. I can't remember what other ones he did, but it seemed like he was on like every game show. Yeah, Rob Roddy was classic. He did um, he did Love Connection, I know. Um, and I think he did. Something. Yeah, he had this this crazy jackets and, and tie combos there. That was just some of those were just whoa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, what were the worst game shows besides Win, Lose, or Draw, and anything? <laughs> That was too simple. What what other uh, shows did you just not like? Um, so I can disagree with you. Did not like The Weakest Link. Okay, I can see that. Maybe, Al- I guess mainly because of the host. That was she was one of the worst hosts ever. And I, I think that was a, one of those British, um, you know, come over to America type shows. And I, I think they just didn't get a new host. Yeah. But she was just annoying as hell to me. Um, so I did not like the Winkett's link. Um, the uh, win, lose, or draw, of course, I said. Um, <laughs> how about the chair? You remember the chair? I remember the chair. I did, 
yeah, the chair wasn't wasn't great. It was all. I mean, it was all about uh, they, they put you in the chair and then they have like you know a crocodile hanging over your head or something, and you, <laughs> you had to like control your heart rate. Yeah. And I don't, it was like timed or something, and uh, you know, after a certain point, you got money for not going above a certain. I don't know. Yeah, that it was, was dumb. That was dumb. John McEnroe was the host too. Yeah. Which was, just weird. Um, I don't, how do you feel about the uh, the minute to win it uh, going going more recent? Minute to win it. I a lot of those shows I liked them when they first came out, but they got old, you know. So the minute to win it was cool, but I didn't like how. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. I I, I never got into it and. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, the more simpler you get in a show, the more I'm not gonna be interested in it. I like the challenges. I like the idea of the challenges. I just didn't like the execution of the show. I just, you know, they take a pencil and push these M&Ms over them. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. Stack up these uh, these bolts with the ruler. You know. Oh, take your hands and unravel these two uh, toilet paper rolls. <laughs> In a minute. Oh, yeah, no. I, and you win a million bucks. You know, you, you win hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. All right, this one is just plain outrageous. It was ever on the TV. Uh-oh. That is Hole in the Wall. Have you seen that one? Hole in the Wall. That's the, that's the one where there's like, I, I think they had a couple different versions because yeah. there was like families competing. And then they had um, the, the, the one on the uh, Spice Channel, Glory Hole in the Wall. I remember, I remember. How do I continue after that? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, I mean, it's just these people when they get in their, uh, they get in their double dare gear and, <laughs> and they try to fit through the wall without, you know, getting knocked over into the, the ball pit or whatever they have, you know, on the other side, but. I, I don't know. I don't. Who came up with that? Well, you know, I want to. I want to be in that meeting. Because um, oh, let's just let's cut out a hole in this wall and uh, we'll run it over these the contestants and, uh, and and make sure that they wear silver spandex. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That one just was just an abomination to me. <laughs> how about the uh, how about the moment of truth? You remember that one? I remember moment of truth. It's did not like that one at all. No, not really. Uh, it's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> what about the one where they had the the money that dropped if you got the question wrong? Um, it was um, the people drop. No, the money the money dropped. Remember, it was it's one of those newer ones where they would. They would um, guess something, and they had to take the stacks of money that they wagered, and if they got it wrong, the money would just drop in a hole. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was also awful. Yeah. I, I think it was actually called Money Drop, like Million Dollar Money Drop. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that one. I do remember the one with the, uh, I think it was just last year they had a, a run of a week's worth of them where there's a dude in the middle and then he like challenges everybody. There's like a circle of people around him. He challenges these people, and it was called Circle the... Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was a circle jerk. 
<laughs> but uh, they had to go back and forth with answering questions. Whoever got the answer, whoever got the answer wrong last, they dropped through the the, the floor oh, and they were out of the game. Great. Uh, yeah, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> what was your? And I was gonna say one more. I'll throw out there, and you okay. said it earlier. Uh oh. When Ben Stein's money was kind of on the border for me, because you had the, the good part was obviously Jimmy Kimmel. Right. He made the whole show, but Ben Stein was like, you know, your typical Ferris Bueller Ben Stein with his personality. And then when he, you know, when he became the contestant, he just was a jerk. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing that I like seeing really smart people and I. It's like, damn, I can't believe he knows this shit. And then the fact that he was an asshole, that, you know, that just appeals to me because, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna throw it completely under the bus because I watched it, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> but I, I definitely enjoyed Jimmy Kimmel more as the sidekick on that show than, uh, than the other people. And they had some funny, uh, like, uh, categories and stuff. Did you watch Couch Potatoes? Not really, no. It seems like you would have enjoyed Couch Potatoes. It was almost like remote control but not really that was uh hosted by mark summers okay wasn't a bad uh wasn't a bad show yeah but what about you what was your uh ones you would never watch um let's see i didn't like all right well hollywood squares annoyed me because i didn't like the jokes i found that they were unfunny so <laughs> a lot well, a lot of them were over the top yeah yeah so and if if it wasn't specific stars in the in the squares i didn't want to watch it like i couldn't watch Whoopi goldberg because she's never said a funny thing in her life but you know so i i wasn't really really a fan of, of that shout outs to uh jim j bullock oh now jim j bullock is uh different and shout outs to uh my role too close to comfort yes that guy is incredible yeah. Um, let's see what else. I didn't like when they brought back games, like when they did Whammy, the all new Pressure Lock. Oh yeah, no, that no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the board was all whacked out, man. It looked like a, I don't know, it looked like a mess. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of those, those games at all. And the all. host, that host is a, a, I don't know, he's total over the edge host. I can't remember what his name is. He hosts the. Um, Family Game Night now. Yeah. Have you ever watched that one? Who was the host? Um, I can't remember what his name is, but it wasn't Todd Newton, was it? The new, yeah, the new Whammy didn't do it for me. Yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, most of those new ones that you said, I didn't really care for. Um, it was one that Todd I. Todd Newton. Todd Newton is his name. Yeah. And it was one that I really, really didn't like. I'm trying to remember what it was um was it high rollers it could have been high rollers but I didn't like it yeah so <laughs> but I did like uh, crosswords crosswords was good yeah uh, yeah I remember crosswords okay um what is the greatest best number one game show thing oh it's gotta be the price is right Really? That's what I would go with. I mean, you think about all the the beginning song and you know the one they played after the showcases were over, and 
you know, pretty. If you're talking about just overall sounds and sound effects and stuff, you know, how many times is the uh, is the uh, boom, 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 you know that is you know <laughs> how many times has that been used over the years? Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely right. I can understand that. The first it's one that a, came to my mind was Pyramid. Pyramid was a good theme. Yeah, I, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't deny that. I'll give it its respect, but if you're talking about a, a, everything in the show, I, I would go with Price is Right. Exactly. Now, I would now behind that. Um, I'd almost have to throw in there who wants to be a millionaire because when that when that first hit and then you know when you're in the hot seat and you get that music it's like the, it's like the fifth music <laughs> yeah. it just it gave that atmosphere to it and it didn't really have a theme I wouldn't you know yeah yeah uh, I guess it kind of did have a theme at the beginning and you, you know, you know yeah. crescendo that always did when the, the lights came down and you heard that heartbeat kind of music, you know, when you're watching the show. I think my dad might be the only person that still watches that show. Well, the, um, who's that? Meredith Vieira. <laughs> he, he still watches, you know, with, uh, with Meredith. Yeah, she, um, she's leaving it now. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's gonna go do some <laughs> I haven't, moves. I haven't watched it since, you know, like, I don't know, probably late 90s. Since, uh, Regis? Yeah, you know, after Regis was gone, it just, that was it. Yeah. It was it was best when it was an event when it didn't come on every day when it was just right. it just came exactly. on like twice a month. Oh, it was like must see TV, man. Yeah, I mean, everybody was huddled around the TV when that thing was on prime time. And uh, you know, I remember I was still in college when it when it debuted, and I was lit. Me and I had a couple roommates, and we were like setting our clock around being home to watch uh, Millionaire. Uh, you know, putting off homework and all that stuff. What are your opinions on Deal or No Deal? It's another one that's... it's. I think it's been around... It, it went past its uh, time where it was good, I guess you would say. Because it didn't it get its own half-hour version, too? Yep. Yeah. Um, when that was an event, um, I like I, Howie Mandel. He's funny. Yes. He's a, he's great. Um, and I, I like the format of the show. It's more that show. There's there's the game shows that are kind of more of luck, I, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. than people, smart people, or trivia, or you know, some skill. It's just it's just all luck, which that you know that's kind of a negative to me. Okay. But I still watched it, of course. So speaking with that, what game shows do you think were just that seemed fixed or easy to cheat? Besides pressure luck. Um I don't know. Going back to like uh like Hollywood Squares, mm-hmm. it always seemed like the the celebrities would either just totally give you this off the wall answer. And of course, there were still the stupid contestants that would, you know, <laughs> agree with their off-the-wall answer. Yeah. Um, that one just—it was either—it was either this crazy answer, or you know, they were like quick to respond and like right on. I don't know. And it seemed like, you know, it, it was all catered to one contestant to mm-hmm. me. Um, that was one that kind of came to mind. The other one was uh, 
another celebrity show was Match Game. Yes. Match Game, of course. Match, and Match Game also has a very classic thing. It does. It does. Um, but I don't know. It was always like, you know, they get through the game, you get down to the, the bonus round at the end, and there was like always like an obvious answer. It was like <laughs> peanut blank, you know, and... You know, 90% of America would say peanut butter. Yeah. And then there was like, you know, one of those crazy uh, uh, celebrities they had on there would be like brittle, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're just screwing these people out of their money. Yeah. So, yeah, That's... that one, I, I, you can kind of fix that one and come up with something just crazy that the contestant, there's no way they're going to get. I agree completely. <laughs> That's That's the one that I would pick. Definitely match. What about you? Is there some that you think were fixed? That's the one I would pick, Match Game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It had to be. Um, now, some of the individual uh, challenges or um, uh, games on Price is Right, I would look and be like, mm, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> like, but see, the thing was, you know, when you're watching them back in the day, when you're seven and eight years old and never went to the uh, grocery store to purchase anything right. so you don't really know but it's like is, <laughs> is turtle wax really that much <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah I, I remember when it was a big deal when uh, like the uh, when the, the contestants come down and they do the first the first pricing game mm-hmm. I remember when it was a big deal when that prize is, they started to go over like two thousand dollars and they started doing like, you know, like motorcycles or something. Right. Uh, like motocross bikes or something, you know, that were, you know, over $2,000. And you like, whoa, my gosh, you know. And then they start doing like little trips and stuff that were that were over that amount. Yeah, it's like, come on. <laughs> okay. Well, let uh, me ask you, have you ever, uh, have you played the game shows on like the apps like through facebook and all that you ever do that i've never played them on uh on the apps like that Mm-mm. are they fun are they good there's some that are good um the price is right one i was hooked for a while me and uh me and a buddy of mine that was like our game we would like in the summertime if we were we knew each other was going to be home we would call each other on the phone and like play along with the with price is right wow. but uh that one is pretty good uh on facebook um I did uh, Family Feud for a while. That one's kind of—it's kind of hard to do um, when you're when you're typing words in and stuff, you know, and you got like a time limit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the—I've the, uh, done the Pressure Luck one too. That one's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, they do have some fun ones out there. Um, some of them are okay, and, but um, check out check out like the Price Prices Right and the, the Pressure Luck. All right, I'll take a look. Take a look, see. Um, kid shows, game yes. shows for kids. Break it down. What What did you like? What were your favorites? What do you, What do you remember? Oh, it's Double Dare. Double Dare's at the top <laughs> all day long. If they If they showed that on like Netflix or you know, <laughs> they had it on like that, a full season uh, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, me and the boys would be hooked on that show. Um. Double Dare, man. That, that was just like the ultimate kid show. And they had the the ultimate prize at the end, man. It was always the trip to space camp. Yeah. That was like that was like the holy grail to a kid going to space camp, you know, back in the 80s. Um, 
double dare was awesome. You got messy. You know, you got to see other people get messy, you know, while you're watching. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, you know, when they did the family double there, and you got the moms and dads kind of falling around and yeah. the kids getting to, like, you know, throw pies and stuff. <laughs> Let out all kind of frustration and anger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Uh, another one of my favorite uh, kid shows was Finders Keepers. I remember Finders Keepers. That was good. Oh, man. That was, some, that was just some... Uh, some destroy the house fun right there man. hell Go yeah from room to room the, the final one where they you know they went from room to room looking for the clues and, and gathering them all I think there was maybe five or six rooms that they did that was the best and you know the, the cameraman trying to chase them around and stuff and hell yeah. you got like the uh, you got like the theme rooms that was like the dungeon or the you know King Tut's tomb you know and then <laughs> of course you had like the bathroom which was there were people reaching in the toilet and stuff it was Awesome. Yeah, that was that was my favorite. Finders Keepers was my favorite. And then, of course, the uh, the adult version of that later was uh, was Shop to You Drop. Remember that one? I remember Shop to You Drop. <laughs> yes. I will admit, I watched that for a while, and just because it, it it was almost kind of that same setup where you had the storefronts, you know, on the. Anyway, that was probably the only show I've ever watched on Lifetime. I think it was on Lifetime. Yeah, you get your uh, Bad Bath and Beyond and. Uh... <laughs> Sabrina's well, that, okay. World of Wonder. There is another. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to confess to another one too. Uh oh. We're on the uh, topic. We're getting off of kids shows, but we're going into uh, going into the Lifetime shows. Is it the shoppers? The shopping one? Yes. I knew it. Supermarket <laughs> sweep. Supermarket sweep. You can't tell me, and nobody listening to this right now can't tell me you would love to go into a grocery store at you know after hours and just destroy the place you know oh, <laughs> going after and then the you know the bonus round at the end it was right to the uh it was right to the baby formula <laughs> and the meats they would always like just you know I, I can't remember what the limit was and they're trying to get as much money as they can you know total up the much as they can yeah uh, that was always what they went for. But, yeah, I'll, I'll confess I watched that one. Yeah, I, I, I took a look a couple of times myself. Now, uh, like, let's get back to kids' shows before I ruin my <laughs> reputation here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the Fun House. You remember the Fun House? Fun House. I do not remember the Fun House. Fun House, it was, um, I think it came on Fox. And it had, the, the host was that J.D. Fortune guy. Mm-hmm. He had like bright red hair. He would look like a he looked like a a Wahlberg or somebody from the Kids on the Block. Um, and they had um, they had this like big uh, fun house. And at the beginning, I can't remember. They asked questions or something. And then uh, at the end, it was all about going through the fun house and grabbing flags. Wait, that was the one where they um, the one person would push you in a car and the other one yes, would sit. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. It had those like big foam like coins or something you're grabbing on, as you're going through. That show rocked. I remember that show. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, I remember watching that one. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, I'm Telling. You remember I'm Telling? I remember it, but I never watched it. I've, I've watched that one a few times. They actually had, uh, I think, uh, like the celebrity kids they come on every once in a while for charity or whatever but that's the one where you usually had your it was usually like a brother sister um team and they go back and forth try to win money and then they got to like lash out at each other between questions oh, damn. <laughs> and then at the end the end you had this like whole setup of 
prizes everywhere, and you had those big, like, red police, old-fashioned police siren, uh, or p- police lights. Wow. And uh, they picked, like, um, it was like five or six of the prizes, and, like, you, the brother and the sister would both pick their own, like, separate prizes, and then they'd have to go through the whole place looking for, all right, okay, I think my brother picked this one. I'm going to hit this little thing, and if you if you got it right the light lit up and you had to like match i think uh i think it was like 10 each person had to do like five out of their six picks um and you got to keep all the, the prizes huh. so it was uh it was a it was a fun kid show i remember watching that one okay i got a bunch of these man um what's your take on legend of the hidden temple i barely remember Legends of the Hidden Temple because that was like in 90 something and I was early 90s yeah I wasn't really watching Legend of the Hidden Temple was it was okay it wasn't um it wasn't one of my favorites I do remember watching it and of course it was it was a lot like um uh, like Finders Keepers at the end where they you finally got to get into the temple and then you had to go from room to room and the whole the whole time um the, the worst thing or the, the the toughest thing to figure out was the uh, was the idol room I can't remember what they called it um, they had to put this it was like this idol that was in like three pieces mm-hmm. and they could never get the thing right they always <laughs> got stuck in there I think there's even a YouTube video out there of like just the, all these kids getting this getting stuck uh, trying to put this little idol together um, it had to like this altar and you put piece down and the, the base down and then the middle piece and then this, the tall piece had like this long stick you put through it and you had to turn the head right and, um i just remember the kids just never getting past that that uh that room and they always got stuck there and then they never got you know there's like 60 seconds or whatever at the end that uh that they never got through and never got to get the final prize or whatever but that one, it was pretty good. It, you know, I'll give I'll give Nickelodeon some credit because they were coming up with some some pretty neat, uh, pretty neat shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about what about the Nick Arcade? Nick Arcade was cool. I like I, I I liked it a little bit. I watched that a couple of times. They had the uh, what was that Laser Surgeon and uh, another game <laughs> called uh, uh, Crater Rangers. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was some crazy games and I always felt bad for the kids because uh you know it was like being a weatherman you know they're they're in front of a green screen or something Mm -hmm. you're trying to reach up and grab a coin and you got things firing at you from everywhere and you can't see it (laughs) yeah I I don't remember ever anybody winning like the end game uh, at the end of Nick Arcade and if you did it was like pure luck yeah it had to be so it was, you know, it was it was a cool concept, you know, kind of being in a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was uh, that was about it for me. It wasn't really one of those. I remember watching. Um, oh, it just left me. Uh, Make the grade. It was called. I'd come home after school. This was probably like uh, uh, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade, mm-hmm. and. Uh, make the grade come on and it was like a jeopardy kids show and you had this big board i think you had three contestants and you had questions that ranged in difficulty Mm -hmm. from like kindergarten up through 12th grade 
Oh, that's the one where they had the fire drills. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and then, uh, you know, you have to, like, get a, a full line of your color, like, on the board, or whoever had the most um, squares on the board at the end of the game got to, got to go on to the, uh, to the end. I can't remember what they did at the end of that show, but I remember watching that a lot um, right after school. Yeah, Nickelodeon had a, a ton of those games. Like, after Double Dare blew up, they just said, all right, well, I guess they in creative, they just said, well, whatever, just throw some stuff at the wall. Whatever sticks, let's go with it. Yeah, yeah. And then probably the, the toughest game show of all time, or, or the toughest end game of all time, was a kid's show, at least to me. And that was uh, Guts? Carmen Sandiego. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I never saw anybody complete the the final round or whatever it was on, on Carmen San Diego. It was a cool show, and I'm you got to give props to PBS for for kind of getting in the mix there too. Um, yeah, and, but once they got to the map, yeah, the, the map was just it was like torture for the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout outs to um, oh crap, what was the name of the the was it acapella? Was that the name of the band? The main name of the group that that always sang it was it acapella? I think that was the name. That was their name. Um, I had to look it up, but I think it, uh, no, no, it was rockapella. Rock. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it was, was rockapella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they rock, baby. Because uh, it was do it rockapella. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it was one more. <laughs> kids game that I liked and I can't remember exactly which one it was oh man it wasn't the video game one it was I mean I like video power but it's not that it was Mad Libs did you ever watch that no I never got into Mad Libs well say I used to love the books when we had the the, the book fairs or book drives you get the Mad Libs so they had a kid yeah. game in Mad Libs it was it was it was pretty pretty yeah. good remember watching the Mad Libs. And of course, you had your Nickelodeon Guts, and you had Super Sloppy Double Dare, yep. and all of those, but yeah. They... Some of those, yeah, they, I don't know. Here's another thing with game shows. Some of my, like, uh, they call Survivor a game show. I, I don't call Survivor a game show. Even though you're, like, competing for money or whatever, but um, what was the other one they had that, uh, they always showed on that Nickelodeon Gas or whatever. Wild and Crazy Kids. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. That one was that, that was another one of the shows. Wild and Crazy Kids with uh, Omar Gooding. Yes, Omar Gooding. You know, Wild and Crazy Kids. Uh, that was a that was an awesome show. They always you know always played during the Gas Nickelodeon Gas. Uh, but I don't know if it was technically a game show or not. But yeah, they, they it's another category that they haven't really invented yet for those type of games <laughs> yeah definitely um okay so the granddaddy of them all price is right mm -hmm. first of all what what are the thoughts and memories of price and right price is right it was all about the cars man to me yeah when that guy said a new car <laughs> Yeah, when you got to the, uh, the to the game with the car, it was on then, you know. Um, and I, the wheel, you gotta love the wheel. Um, 
I always wondered how heavy the wheel was. Yeah. Yeah, because you watch, like, there's some guy, you know, like, the big, the tall guys, they get up there and they, like, spin the thing off the hinges almost. <laughs> and then you had the, the old ladies get up there and they had to almost get somebody in the back to help them get it around <laughs> one time. And see, and that was one of the things when I was little, I always thought was fixed. I was like, you know what? They're stopping that wheel for these other people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I had thought about that a couple times too, because there's sometimes where it stop, you know, it'll come to like a complete stop, and then there's sometimes it always seemed like it would get up to like that little, little uh, thing that stuck out there, and mm -hmm. it would just like stay there. And it's like somebody's holding that in the back from getting up to the next. <laughs> exactly. You know. Well, you just held that guy to 35 cent, you damn asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was... It, there's just so many different games that just kept it um, kept it different each show. You know? Yeah. You always, I mean, you always get some of the same prizes. You always got... There's always two cars they were going to give away. Yep. You just didn't know when, too. I mean, they sometimes they came out right with it, and then sometimes they waited a couple games. Yeah. The car came out. And then you had your uh, your Whirlpool uh, spas. Yes. And, and you always had that one uh, wooden sauna. That yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Great time. So what are your what are your top five prices right prices? Oh, this is this is hard to put together, dude. Because. I, I think everybody's going to have different favorites just because there's so many. But everyone's going to have, we know one for a fact that everyone is going to be on everyone's list. And it could be a definite two that's going to be on everybody's list. Yeah, I would think so. Um, and if you go to like, like I went to Wikipedia mm -hmm. and pulled up like all the prices right pricing games, mm -hmm. there's like 20 that they don't use anymore. And then there's at least like 40 or 50 that's still in play. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy how many games. But all right, my number one is Cliffhangers. Okay. Of I course. Got to go with the Yodler, man. Mm -hmm. that, that game was just, it was fun. It was almost like, oh, you know, don't let him get off the edge. <laughs> um, so it was a little, it was a little nerve wracking even to watch. Mm -hmm. and obviously, it's <laughs> stupid here. Getting all, uh, getting all nervous for this guy going over the cliff, but uh, <laughs> that was always that was one of my favorites. Um, you got to throw in there Plinko. Of course. Now those are the two I think will be on the majority of people's list. Yeah, uh, and that was, and that was the thing too that kind of drove me into the uh, the prices right on the, the app or the, the Facebook app or whatever. Mm -hmm. so they got they got Plinko. Um, they got cliffhanger. I mean, they got the, the more popular ones that you can play on there. Um, so that was that's, that was fun. Um, any number, you know that game? That's the one where you got the board and you got you know zero through nine, and you just pick a number and it pops in somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they always they usually had the car. It was usually like the five digit, and then you had like the piggy bank at the bottom. Uh, you know, that was like, you know, two or three dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then you had like a middle prize in between. Um, I like that game. Um, gotta go with uh, Three Strikes. Yes, Three Strikes. And that one was kind of, there was some skill involved because you kind of had to know how much the car was worth and, and have some feel for the show for how much, you know, these were going for. 
But there was some luck involved too. With the, yeah, reaching in the bag. Yeah. Um, so that one, uh, I always liked that one. And then the other one that kind of was fun to me was the hole in one or two. <laughs> yeah, when he hit the thing and it says or two. Yeah, because Bob got to kind of, you know, show a little bragging right, see how good his putting was. I don't know if this is where uh, he got his, uh, <laughs> got the show off for uh, Adam Sandler, put him in Happy Gilmore. But, exactly. Uh, that was always fun to watch Bob uh, get up there and, and putt one uh, during the game. Yeah, when it kind of went to two, I was kind of like, that's, uh, I don't know. Because everybody started to suck. What about yeah? What about all these people who only got one shot, one shot at it, you know, <laughs> and lost years before? But so I guess those are my top five. I got some honorable mentions, but I'll let you go through yours. Oh, um, let's see. So we go Plinko. Um, I like I like uh, Punch a Bunch. I love Punch a Bunch. That's one of my honorable mentions. That was one of my favorites too. Yeah. That was that was great. I'm trying to find that money in there. Yeah, Punch a Bunch rock. Um. Um, Lucky Seven. Lucky Seven, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. That was a tough one, really. Hell think yeah. Think about it. They usually gave you the first number, and you had four numbers that you had to pretty much come within either you could come within two for three of them, and then you had to get one that was like one off, or you're done. You yeah. got seven bucks, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that right. It would always be sad when it when Bob would just be like, well, I have to take these last two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just snatch it out your hand. Yep. Um, let's see. What else? I mean, I got there. Three. Um, I like Bullseye. Bullseye was good. Bullseye was good. And... Mm, let's see, Penny Annie or I like the um uh, when they rolled the dice too. Yeah, yeah, the dice game. That was, that was a little. That was like another one of those. It was a little bit of luck and a little bit of a, a little bit of skill. Yeah. I'll throw out there uh, the race game. That was always <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah. Especially when you got the the uh, heavy set people. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess I can uh, I can uh, go all out on this show. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, you get the fat <laughs> you get the fat people up there, and they're trying to run back and forth. It was enough for them to go back and forth between the prizes, and then get the thing on there. Yeah. You know, luckily, you had the models up there to hold it on. They all sweat. They had to run back, you know, and you get up there, and there's like one, and they're like, oh, you know. Oh my God. And then they got to keep running. They're all out of breath at the end. And there's all this drama. Okay, Let's see how many you got. Zero. <laughs> and they're all out of breath. Yeah. They're like, you made me run for nothing, Bob. Oh, that was that was a good one. I'll throw another one out there. Uh, one away. Oh yeah. That's that's where you go for the car, and you got the numbers lined up, and you got to go either one higher, one lower, mm-hmm. and then you got the uh, you got the sound effect person involved with that one. <laughs> sound effect person do i got one number right you get the car horn you know yeah that was a great game I like that one man that's what makes prices right the greatest because they had so many games yeah there's just not another show out there that had that many different games within the, within the show remember safe crackers safe crackers uh-huh that was a great 
was good. You can play that one online. Um, I don't know. If you, I guess maybe that's why Let's Make a Deal was, was pretty popular too because there was some they got to do some different things on that show. Mm-hmm. And then you had you know like the uh, you pick the doors at the end and you know, Price is Right had the, the showcase showdown at the end. Which, you know, that was a big deal when somebody finally got within $100 and won both showcases. Yeah, that was crazy. That, that was like some mad cash back in the day. Was get up to the $50,000, $60,000 range for uh, for both showcases. And well, it was it was two dick moves on Price is Right. Um, one was in Contestant's Row when you bid a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was always you always wanted to just bid, yeah or bid one dollar more than the highest exactly yeah. it'll be uh, uh seven fifty all right yeah. uh, uh Sandy it's on you seven fifty one like yeah. you bitch <laughs> yeah, the reaction on those people is is great if you ever watch the show and yeah. somebody does the one it's not usually when they do the one dollar it's when they do the seven fifty one or whatever and. The people that just drove me nuts is the ones that just, they cannot do anything themselves. If I was on that show, I'm not even looking at the audience, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. I ain't going to listen to anybody else. But they're always, you know, they're always looking back. Every, there's always somebody that, you know, they could be the first contestant out and somebody's yelling, one dollar, you know? <laughs> before, the, before they even show you what you're bidding on. They're exactly, like, yeah. One dollar. <laughs> Now the oh, second, the second dick move, which, I mean, this is the one that's understandable, is in the showcase showdown when they just give the when the first showcase is just ass. It's just nothing you, you want. You got to pass it, yeah. <laughs> and you pass it, and the other person's just like, what the? Yeah, they're like, oh man, I wasn't even paying attention to this one, you know? <laughs> yeah. As soon as, as soon as they showed us that uh, it was um, uh, washer and dryer. And Venetian blinds. I was like, well, I don't care about And then they pass it. And then the next, it was, the next uh, showcase is like a trip to Japan, two cars. <laughs> uh, a boat. Yeah, it was like crazy. There was, one, there was always one that was like at least $10,000 less than the other one. So it, was, it was all, you had the advantage though. You go first and you could kind of sift through the crap. <laughs> Now, yeah. did, did you have a, a, a favorite Barker's Beauty? Uh, it, would, it would have to be, uh, I'd have to go with Diane. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, hard not to, but um, I guess we'll get in, into it later, uh, I would assume, in the... Uh, in the fifth, but <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! Now, what could you possibly be expecting in the fifth that would have to do with a Barker beauty? I've I've been on the show before, I think, um, <laughs> but no, it, it, I, that, she was my favorite. Yeah, um, she had the curves. I did mention earlier in the uh, show now because we know that they all brought charges up against Bob. <laughs> Dude, if you go and look. You know, just search like uh, uh, "Price is Right" lawsuit or something online. <laughs> Every one of them uh, had something. There, the girl um, was it Holly? Mm-hmm. I think she was the one that had that that one for the longest time. I mean, she like sold her house. She was living in her car. 
Um, and she finally won the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Bob had to pay for her, you know, legal fees or whatever. But yeah, she she fought that thing to the bitter end. And uh, um, I also mentioned how. See, I said that um, uh, Richard Dawson was the number two creep host in the history. <laughs> Bob Barker is number one. I mean, just off of the perfect price. Hey, uh, reach in my front pocket and pull. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> he would go up there and say, "Hey, uh, reach in my front pocket there, and I got something for you." And they pull out a hundred. Now we know that he had a hole in his pocket. We know what was going on in there. And then, because if a guy ever won, he would already have the money out. Yeah, he had the money out, man. Yep. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, so here's the thing. Now, we talked about uh, um, the, the weakest link and deal or no deal and even millionaire, uh-huh. but they don't have the staying power of the classic game shows. Like, these other game shows would be on for year after year, or they would still be compelling. They weren't just one note. What happened? I don't know, man. I, I, there was there was that whole run where it you know started with Millionaire, um, and then they got into like Greed and um, Deal or No Deal, Power of Ten. You remember that one? Uh, I think Drew Carey was that Drew Carey that hosted that one. And then there was uh, there was old Bob Saget with One Versus One Hundred. Yeah. And they all just kind of fed off of the the Millionaire popularity. And they did just the primetime thing. And then once the shows go half hour or in syndication, they're done pretty much. But, I don't, you know, I think there's still some decent shows out there. Um, the one I mentioned before that I thought was really fun to watch, it, it's almost in the spirit of Double Dare, is that family game night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the Hasbro. Yeah, it's on the on the hub. Yeah. And you know, you're playing uh you're playing sorry, you're playing bop it. Yeah. With the family, you know, you're playing um what else do they do on that show? Um but I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember that... when it first came on. Well they have the Monopoly uh that was your prize, like you would pick one of the uh like Monopoly token money or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that like, they feed it into this like ATM machine. You figure out how many, uh, how much money you're gonna, you want. But um, that one, that one is is good. And the only other one that I can say I, I watch, any anytime I, I'm flipping channels and it's on, I'm gonna watch, is Wipeout. Yeah, the uh, shout out to the the big red balls. <laughs> now, here's here's another one. Can you you call it a game show or do you call it just a you know, like a reality show or whatever. I call it some kind of competition because it's like American Gladiators. That's not a game show. No, no. But you're winning money at the end. You know, the person that wins is uh, what is it, hundred or fifty thousand or hundred thousand? Um, I'm I'm watching Wipeout at any time it's on. And do you remember? <laughs> do you remember uh, the show before that? The the Japanese import. It was called uh, um, uh, Most uh, MXC. Yeah, most extreme elimination challenge is what it was called, and they they had the the voice the voiceover guys on this were not getting paid enough. I tell you what, they were <laughs> hilarious, and you know it was just 
they were just voice dubbed over this Japanese game show, which is basically Wipeout. And the hilarity that came out of, you know, the, the testants kind of came up and they did their little, you know, karate chop or they raised their hand and they, you know, hi, I'm going to kill myself. And there she'd go and down, you know, it was the same, it was the same stunts, the, the big balls and the, the, uh, the, the, the boxing gloves that come out of the wall, you know, and you yep. hit them sit into the mud. Shouts to uh, Guy LaDouche. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm on this show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's get it on. Yeah. That's yes. what he always did. He had that little like uh, fake sword or whatever it was. Hell yeah. Oh, I, me and my wife, we'd be sitting up in the bed laughing our behinds off uh, just watching that show. I remember when that first came on. It was on Spike TV. It was like, and it was like late night too. It was yeah. like 11 o'clock or something. And, uh, and we would just laugh and laugh and laugh great oh, stuff but those you know Wipeout and, and Family Game Night are really the only two that I think are really worth watching nowadays I, agree. Um, I don't know I mean do you still watch any other than you know like reruns or whatever no I really don't I, I will watch Wipeout um, and I mean I, I would <laughs> Gila Douche I might have to name this the Gila Douche show. there you go yeah no doubt. Uh, yeah, but I don't watch any of those other ones. I mean, I, w- I do watch Survivor, but I don't think that's a game show. Um, I, don't, I don't either. I used to watch Dale and Odell just for the women, just to check out the models. But I think everybody did. Okay, what was your favorite number? Um, it was always like 20-something. Now, my favorite number for reals, for realsies is 11. But on the, on the game show, it was the 20s. The 20s were always the finest women. Yeah, mine was mine was uh, me and my brother-in-law when it was you know first came on was popular. We I was nine and he was ten. <laughs> mine was uh, oh crap what was her I can't even forget her name now. Uh, oh. Which one was Claudia Jordan? Patricia Patricia was mine number nine, and then his was the uh, Anya I think was her name like I don't know if she's from Russia or somewhere. She, <laughs> she had to be. Fun. Um. Those are our numbers, but yeah, I mean, everybody, every guy that watched the show had his own favorite number. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Now, um, real quick, are there any game shows that you think they should bring back? Any ones that you want to see back on TV? Maybe primetime. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I could, I, I, I still can watch the old game shows, even though there's, you know, it's totally outdated and the questions are totally outdated and stuff. Yeah. I can still watch them. Well, you know, for um, the newer generation, for your kids to grow up and see, you know, maybe be a yeah. contestant one day. But there, you know, we haven't really talked about uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Those are, those two are really, you know, probably the, besides Price is Right, those are two and three below of the most successful shows and it's you know it's the same format and they've just kind of updated their you know their gig through the years um i guess really jeopardy's been pretty much the same they probably updated their board or whatever it's been trebek for most of the time and then you know sajak and vanna what did they celebrate was their like since their 30th year yeah, some, something recently like you know last couple years or something 
They've been around forever, and it, you know the format works. And they've they add stuff to the wheel now. You know they have like the million dollar space now. Um, yeah. But, and 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 ladies and gentlemen listening uh, to the show, don't forget that uh, Pat Sajak was not the original host of Wheel of Fortune. It was our own Chuck Willery. There you go. There's a piece of trivia for you. Yeah. Now, do you remember watching Wheel of Fortune when they did the shopping spree? Oh my God! I was just talking to somebody about that. <laughs> your, your, your disembodied head is floating. Above, <laughs> exactly. Above all like the floating promises. around the room. Um, Pat, I'll take the uh, the ottoman for three hundred, and I'll take the <laughs> take the washing dryer for two fifty. <laughs> that was yes. that, that was great because, and, and Pat would be like, "All right, um, you have three hundred fifty left." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's always like you know some lame you know there's like a lamp or something you're like ah, should i get the lamp or should i just keep you know oh yeah because <laughs> and i was at the end it was like and, the lamp for 50 or should i just keep that 50 bucks yeah because they'll say and i'll just take the rest on the gift certificate yeah yeah <laughs> exactly that was that was way back in the day that was probably like mid mid early 80s when they were doing that they should bring that back that was great because you were forced to do some math and you actually it was like Look, you're not. We're not just giving you some money. You're actually getting prizes. You go out here and pick. I mean, think about if they did it now. Would it be like, all right, I'll take the iPad for <laughs> for eight hundred? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, give me the Nintendo Wii U for three hundred. And <laughs> I mean, that would be incredible. I would love that. Um, I'll take the uh, sideshow exclusive. Uh, <laughs> Thor figure. Do they, you want the shake weight for fifty, or no? I want it on the gift certificate. Thank yeah, you. Because, because remember, they would always say it would be, oh, and I want to get that for my mother. So yeah, yeah, they were always like, I'm gonna get that for yeah. That was like, great. I'll get the shake weight for my son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let me let me tell you. Uh, let me ask you. Um, the end. The the final final game or the final puzzle mm-hmm. do you like the format now where they give you the rstlne and then they, you get the four letters no do you, do you remember back in the day when you just basically had five letters and that was it you yeah whatever you wanted? exactly because if, if you didn't it was if you didn't pay the right if it was a q or x in that final word you were never gonna win exactly i liked it better was, yeah see and you know now they come up with some crazy puzzles now that, like, nobody is going to get. Mm-hmm. And it's because you get the extra letters, I think. Definitely. Whereas back in the day, they were a little bit more easier, like, the puzzles kind of during the game. And, you know, you know, you pretty much knew what the what letters you are going to choose at the end. It was those five, or somebody might choose an A over an E or something at the end. So, I don't know. I... Been watching it, you know, both ways. Um, it's still, it's still fun. How, how good are you, are you at the final puzzle? Um, out of your typical week of uh, five shows, how many are you getting at the end? I would, I would, to be honest, probably two on a good week three. <laughs> I don't. I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm in the probably at least three range. If I'm having a good week, it's probably four. Wow. That was, that's probably, you know, 
one of those that I could I could kind of see myself uh, you know being on the show but I don't know I think we need to, we need um, uh, uh, blogger and podcaster week Wheel of Fortune <laughs> <laughs> there you go and like from great. Rediscover the 80s Jason Gross like, hey, how you doing <laughs> That'd be perfect. Oh, my God. Oh, and another piece of uh, show uh, trivia. Um, the original thing, done by Alan Thicke. A lot of people don't know that. There you go. <sighs> All right, sir. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and you already know what we're going to do. I know what we're going to do. That's right. Uh, the fifth. After this. If it seems a little time is needed. Decisions to be made. The good advice of friends unneeded. The best of plans mislaid. Just looking for a new direction. In an old familiar password okay uh this is something really small a hobby uh, no um it gets hot it, it burns things i know smoke the dragon no forget it pass you shall not pass yes pass. you pass, shall pass. not pass, pass damn it. you shall not pass <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm an all-seeing wizard and the word is toaster <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's the EDP. It's the uh, game. It's game show week. It's the uh, Gila Douche show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, I'm here with uh, Super Sloppy JG, uh, Jason's Wild, Jason Gross, on Twitter at Soccer Flegels. It's the man. Knows everything about '80s. He probably knows more about the '80s than I do, and that's almost impossible. <laughs> I would like to be on a game show with you, <laughs> the, the '80s game, and uh, we could we could duke it out. It'd be incredible. I'm, I'm waiting to get on the uh, the underscoop fire uh, trivia TV Are trivia. Yeah, I, I just listened to that uh, episode the other day. That It'd was be... all kinds of fun to listen to. Yeah, what's the scoop? What's the scoop? <laughs> Can't wait. Yes. The, the, we're, I'm supposed to be on there, I think, with Tank, and we're trying to take down. Uh, the big WBW. Yeah. So. All right. I, 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 want, I, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> um, now, uh, it's time for the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Time for the fifth. Um, the fifth is sponsored in part by Woolery Fashions. Uh, Woolery Fashions, now with... Uh, <laughs> 
mountain climber Leatherhosen and <laughs> whammy skin boxers. <laughs> um, sir, question number one. Which would your family perform better on? Family Feud or Family Double Dare? Well, if you're talking about my immediate family, it's it's got to go. We got to go with Double Dare. <laughs> um, obviously, because I got the young boys, um, eight and five, which that would be all kinds of fun to uh, to be the parent <laughs> on Family Double Dare that and just go for it. Uh, sliming your son. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about a uh, family feud, man. There's just you know, you can you can embarrass yourself on Double Dare, <laughs> and it's cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just it's just good fun. You're gonna get sloppy. You're gonna get nasty. If you embarrass yourself on Family Feud, you know, it was always like uh, just total. You sounded like a dunce. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, you like were way off with the question, you know. Yeah. So I, I would go the safe route and the fun route, and that would be Double Dare. Okay. Um, question number two. What game show would you personally perform on the best? I already know what I think you would perform best on, but I'll see what you say. <laughs> well, I mentioned before that I think I think I could do pretty good on Wheel of Fortune. That is, if I got to the final round. Mm-hmm. But um, I, if I had to choose one show that I could be on that I think I could beat, it would have been uh, Rock and Roll Jeopardy. That's what I would have picked for you too. Yeah, I. It's that was all kinds of fun when that was on, even though it was Jeff Probst as the host. But yeah, I, that was. I have actually somewhere I, I bought the CD ROM back in the day when it was on, mm-hmm. and uh, and played that thing. Um, all kinds of fun, and I'm Mr. Music, so yeah, you would kill I, it. The most the most I know about the '80s has to deal with music, so I would kill on that show. Yeah, we got to make that happen. I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna put some calls in. Yeah, well, there's a show we can bring back, Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Definitely. Um. But it will only have to be like 70s, 80s, and 90s edition. We don't want any, <laughs> another, any of that other bullshit. <laughs> I can go a little deeper. I, now, if it was like new stuff, no. Yeah. I, I would be done. But uh, you go, you know, from like the early 2000s back, I'm, I'm good. Uh, uh, boom. Uh, yes, Jason. Um, what is, who is Huberstank? <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Jason, the board is yours. <laughs> um, question number three. Who's the hottest woman of all game shows? All the game shows, you got your Barker's Beauties, you got your Fanta White, you got uh, Betty White. <laughs> who's, who's the hottest? Wow. Um, I got to go with, I got to go with deal or no deal. Just the whole show. Yeah. I mean, there's just there was just nothing topping that, in my opinion, at least. I thought um, you might go with uh, Jenny McCarthy on uh, Singled Out. Wasn't it? Yeah, she, on there? she was. Yeah, I don't know. She was too much on the, the dumb blonde side. She, I mean, she overplayed that to the max on that show. Well, Carmen Electra did replace her. True. I mean, it's hard to uh, hard to compete with that. You got. Uh, going back to back with those, but, but yeah. there's just, I mean, you got 
many, how many briefcases are on deal or no deal? Like 24? 20, I think 24, 26, yeah, I, I understand completely. And there was maybe one. It was the one that had like the, uh, the jacked up old school 80s hair. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, she was number 13. Uh, she was the only one that like stuck out like a sore thumb on deal or no deal. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Looked like she was straight off the, uh, she was an extra and clueless. Oh, okay. Um, question number four. Okay. Bring it. So, <laughs> you're going to play Naked Plinko. <laughs> so, here's, okay. how, here's how Naked Plinko works. Um, you're laying at the bottom of the Plinko board. Okay. Naked. And the only slots that are open for the Plinko chip to fall down are your balls, <laughs> your forehead, and your mouth. And your mouth has to be wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Would you play uh, uh, six rounds, so, you know, six chips of that for $5,000? I, okay, well, now the question is why I let somebody. I'm the one laying down there? <laughs> You're the one laying down there. All right. And they're going to drop the chips from, at, from atop the Plinko board, and they're either going to fall on your balls, your forehead, or your open mouth. Uh, where is the balls? In the middle? Because those things never go in the middle. So if I'm in the middle, I'm playing. No, they're not in the middle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, how many times did they hit the, was it 5,000 or whatever in the middle? Yeah, so you're either hitting like my feet or my forehead most of the time. Your, your, your balls are at the zeros. <laughs> Oh, I, why am I thinking about this? Um, $5,000, that's a lot of cash. I know, I know. Tax why free. not, man? It'd be worth it. Nice. That is going to be my favorite episode of The Price is Right. <laughs> do, I got, do I have ice packs handy? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Janice will bring you. <laughs> uh, 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 Diane. Nice, nice. <sighs> okay. What could possibly be number five? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Fifth and final question. <laughs> um, okay. You, you strip down with a naked Betty White and let her throw rotten eggs at you <laughs> while the album Dream Comes True <laughs> plays on a loop. <laughs> A flock of seagulls, everybody. Um, for for every egg you get thrown at you, for every rotten egg from a naked Betty White that throws she throws at your naked face and body, you get a hundred dollars. Or what's behind the curtain? <laughs> wow, I don't want to get zonked. Um, 
There's gotta be a zonk behind the curtain. Uh, hey, I mean, it could be, it could, it could be something great. It could be something not so great. <laughs> but I got the album playing in the background. On a, on a continuous loop. On a continuous loop. Dream come but true. I'm only, only getting a hundred. I'm only getting a, a Benji for each time. Huh? For each rotten egg. Rotten eggs. Yeah, but you get to look at fine ass. 98-year-old yeah. uh, Or What's behind the curtain? I'm going with the curtain Ladies and gentlemen He's going with the curtain And behind the curtain is A menage a trois with dwarfs dressed as whammies on public access TV. Ladies and gentlemen. Marvin Gaye on a continuous loop. Yes. <laughs> two of the finest, sexiest dwarfs dressed as whammies in a menage a trois with Jason Gross live on public access television. Oh. And it's all for free. All for free. Oh, well, at least I, I, was, <laughs> I was waiting, you know, on Let's Make a Deal. There was always the donkey back there. At least I got, yes. <laughs> I got some dwarves. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Um, drink. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the show. Uh, uh, um... Sir, at this point in the show, I like to give a guest an opportunity to you know make the plugs and shout outs and and, and whatever you want to say. Uh, the floor is yours. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again. It was interesting as always. Uh, no, it was a great time, man. I had to, it was game shows. Love them. Uh, talked about pretty much everyone that <laughs> I can remember. So it was fun. Um, you can find me. Go over to rediscover the 80s 80s.com. Uh, I do some blogging over there. Uh, I actually got a uh, a link to a game site like Flash Games that you can play like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. You can get all your your 80s games out of the way. Your fix. Um, so come t- check that out, and then you can find me, of course, on Twitter. My Sites handle is at RD80s, and then of course, me, I'm at Saka Fleagalls. Nice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been all kinds of incredibleness on this show, um, especially if you love game shows and if you just want to laugh at two people. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Um, so, uh, that's it. I'm going to wrap up the show and in a little bit uh one more time with 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 filling and naked plinko chips is <laughs> chasing crows ladies and gentlemen oh my gosh Something to drink. Yeah, the motherfucking crazy wants to do. That'll work.
shit on this motherfucker. Oh, oh shit, what the fuck is this? Hey motherfuckers, welcome back to the $20 sack pyramid. I'm your host, motherfucking OG Henny Lope, and we're back with our two final contestants, Duck Motherfucking Mouth and Bootney Lee Farnsworth. They'll be playing for a $20 sack of Enzo and a $35 gift certificate to the Compton Swap Meet. All right, y'all bitches got 30 seconds to answer five motherfucking questions. Lonnie, you ready with that clock? We'll let the games begin. All right, man. We got to do that shit, man. Hell yeah, man. We can do Fuck that shit the right now. We got to do that shit right now. Okay, you ready? Hell yeah, man. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Endo. Uh, uh, Cabby. Uh, Buddha. Shit I used to uh, say, uh, um. Uh, hocus pocus. Uh, oh, things that people smoke. Right, that's everything. Uh, uh, oh, oh, fuck me in the ass. Oh, oh, uh, step to me and let me suck your dick. Uh, oh, uh, things uh, that Tim Dog was saying. Yeah, that's it right there. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Come on, keep going, man. Uh, yeah. uh, PCRs, uh, TVs uh, and shit. All uh, them socks and shit. Oh, that box in your room and shit. Oh, oh shit, I came up on loot. That's it, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the goal. show on the books shout outs to the 20 sack pyramid um i like to again thank my guests jay jizzle at sock of fleagles jason gross jason's wild for coming through and talking game shows with me uh and shout outs to gila douche <laughs> um thank you everybody for listening to the show um again if you want to um send the show an email the email address is podcast at eclecticrelaxation.com. Um, check out the website. Uh, currently on the website, I have the top 50 wrestling divas, women, knockouts of all time. Uh, you can check that out. Check me out on the Cold Slither podcast. Check me out on the uh, Click Nation comic book chronicles. Check me out on the... Uh, Fogues movie review website is a 90s uh, movie draft that we did so check me out on the title pending movie podcast um so i'm somewhere everywhere for at least you know a week or so um <laughs> shout outs to everyone that listens to the show and that comments on the uh, show notes 
shout-outs to the, uh, the Count Marzo, and shout-outs to Underscoop Fire, and, 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 and Lamar Avenger, and just listen, just shout-outs to everybody. Uh, thank you for, for the support and the comments. Um, you know, there's a, there's a message board. You can actually converse with me back and forth all day, every day on the message board. Um, there's a lot of topics and a lot of uh, uh, posts. It is eclecticdiscussion.envisionzone.com. So that's eclecticdiscussion.envisionzone.com. So we got general discussion, movie talk, TV talk, comic book talk, um, men and women relationship talk, nasty butt naked booty talk. <laughs> Sports, some of everything. So uh, check that out, and um, I'm gonna work on this next show for you. So it'll be here before you know it. So and in the meantime, in between time, Devin. Appreciation. Appreciation. Mr. Connery, I'll take Jap anus relations for two hundred. <laughs> Sorry, that's Japan-U.S. relations. That's just awful, and you know it. Look, why, why don't we just go to Final Jeopardy?